you're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I am back. Rodrance for our Black and White Sports. If you're new to the channel, punch subscribe, like, comment, let me know what you think about this. Because USA Today went out there and they wrote this great virtue signaling article about why Brittany Griner was brought back and saved from Russia. What got her home over somebody like Marine Paul Whelan, former law enforcement, white male Paul Whelan? What got Brittany Griner home? And we kept banging the drum. Brittany Griner was going to get brought home. For two reasons and two reasons only. Actually, three reasons. The trifecta of reasons. She was going to be a Democrat. She was black. And she was lesbian. She checked all three boxes. And guess what? Biden bent over backwards to try to get Brittany Griner back home. While Paul Whelan, a man that served his country. A man that's older a man that's been there longer, a man with health problems, Brittany Griner's much younger, she's an athlete, was left behind in Russia. And it's amazing because USA Today's wrote this brave, stunning, and courageous article, but it just confirms exactly what we were saying. This was about political ideology. That's why Brittany Griner was saved. That's why Paul Whelan is still left behind. Her activism, her political beliefs, is what got her home. And is that right? And is that fair? Absolutely not. It's, it's, it's not even remotely okay. It's not. Wow. Unbelievable. USA Today, do free Brittany Griner from Russia, WNBA sisters, and the LGBTQ community got loud. Yeah. There were times stuck in a Russian prison cell 6,000 miles from her family, friends, and teammates that Brittany Griner felt racked with hopelessness. Wow. Okay. That vulnerability was on display last summer when Brittany, a two-time Olympia and one of the greatest athletes of her generation, sent a letter to President Joe Biden as she awaited trial in Moscow after being accused of carrying cannabis oil in her luggage in mid-February 2022. She was not only accused, she admitted to doing exactly that. Knowingly doing exactly that, by the way. Quote, as I sit here in Russian prison alone with my thoughts and without protection of my wife, family, friends, Olympic jersey, or any accomplishments... I'm terrified I might be here forever, she wrote. The fear of being forgotten crushed her. I swear if they don't mention Paul Whelan in this article. Then she opened correspondence from her wife, a random fan, or often one of her basketball sisters. Instantly, she'd feel her spirit lift. Quote, you don't understand how good it felt to get a letter grinder on April 27th, her voice thick with emotion, her eyes glassy with tears. It was the first time she had spoken to the media since returning. It lets you know you're not forgotten. It just does something to you. It gives you spark of life to keep holding on to the fight. 
I have no doubt that Brittany Griner felt that way. And I'm sure being locked up in Russia, yeah, she probably felt hopelessness. But that's not the point of this video. It's the fact that she was moved to the head of the line for one reason and one reason only, politics. Back home, the fight was led by the basketball community, including former great players turned coaches like Don Staley and members of the NBA. But the battle for Griner's freedom was spotlighted more than anyone by her immediate WNBA family, a group of 140 women who fought harder and louder than anyone to get her released, fitting for a league with a long history of activism. That's right. Yeah, long history. A long history of horrible television ratings because people don't want activism in their sports. Detained in mid-February 2022, convicted in August, August and sentenced to nine years in a Russian penal colony, a system notorious for its brutality, Griner's harrying ordeal came to an end in December when the Biden administration traded Griner for Russian arms dealer Victor Bout. She landed in Texas on December 9th, immediately asked to do what the imposing 6-9 center is best known for, dunk a basketball. It was good, Griner said, to see she could still throw this thing down. It turns out that even after the game she devoted her life to led her to becoming one of the most high-profile hostages in American history. Griner continues to love and find freedom in basketball. It's still a sanctuary. Here we go. Centering Griner's black queer identity. It's hard to decide which was more impressive at the April 27th news conference. Griner's upbeat demeanor or her mere presence? Like she's some kind of a hero. Wow. Come on. For months, many feared she might never make it home. That she did what that she did is a testament to the behind-the-scenes work from negotiators in and out of U.S. government, but also to her WNBA sisters. Griner's situation was unusual considering hundreds of Americans. Men and women have played overseas for decades, including a handful of dangerous countries and never been taken hostage. But it was also unique because an openly queer black woman, Griner's identity could not be ignored. Wow, did you hear that? Her openly queer black woman, Griner's identity could not be ignored. For decades in sports, women's at, women athletes have been expected to fit a particular stereotype. White, straight, feminine. Really? I, I don't know about that. That sounds like a total bullshit statement. Griner has ensued that since turning pro in 2013, coming out publicly before being drafted number one overall by Phoenix, becoming the first out LGBTQ athlete endorsed by Nike. Does not make none of this makes her a hero. Throughout her career, she has spoken frequently and passionately on the importance of supporting the queer community. During her detainment, her wife Cheryl was front and center too. There's been a real shift in the last few years led by the WNBA in terms of athletes being much more out front with their sexuality and gender identity, said Susan Kahn, a university 
at Buffalo professor who specializes in gender and sexuality in sports. There's an actual professor that focuses on wokeness in sports. That's astonishing. I mean, you want to talk about a university literally burning a salary every year. That league has so many lesbians that they've helped normalize that and shown you you can still market the league, and Griner has led the way. Have they shown you that? Because if it wasn't for the NBA, this league would not exist. Still. Let's be real. The NBA keeps this what would be a complete failure of a league afloat. Again, the ratings are still horrible. Brittany Griner comes back, they can't even sell out her game, for crying out loud. Stop it. I mean, it's unbelievable. That statement, showing you you can still market the league, that's a lie. Quote, she was one of those early people to come out. She spent years paying a price for that, but also paving the path for more people to be out She has a lot of respect along those lines, and yet, given the geopolitical sensitivity of the situation, initially, everybody close to Griner was told to keep quiet, worrying that drawing attention to her detainment and her identity could put her in danger. Early on, there was a very real fear about the fact that her being a black queer person was going to harm her. Really? Because Biden used it to save her. LaShia Clarity Clarendon, a NBA veteran who a WNBA veteran who's the league's first out non-binary transgender athlete. Wait, what? Okay. Wow. That was tangible, a tangible thing. It was strategic to not highlight those points given the country she was in. Stop it. It's all anybody could talk about. Wow. Come on. But when given the okay to talk about her situation, the WNBA and the LGBTQ community centered Griner's identity using it as a rallying cry of sorts. They're just coming out and saying, we used her her race and her sexual preferences to get her out of Russia. Wow. Being, BG being detained is... Uh, it challenged the notion of who gets to be American, who gets to be a patriot. It's very different from cisgender white military dude from the Midwest getting detained, which is usually what we think of. Yeah, there's one of those still rotting away over there that's been in there longer. By the way, I did see some videos out there of people making light of the fact that Paul Whelan was left behind for Brittany Griner. Just letting you know. Quote, You have to look at the history of blackness and cannabis and how it's been criminalized and who's been criminalized for it, who's to blame for it. The way that BG was blamed for being detained and the narrative around it, the racism in it, you didn't have a lot of people initially saying, oh, I can see myself in her and sympathize with her. Yeah, I don't sympathize with criminals. You're, you're right about that. She found herself at the intersection of all that. You can't untangle her identity from what she went through. And it goes on to talk about, my God, look how long that article is. 
Uh, goes on to talk about the fact that uh, the WNBA has long since been a virtue-signaling woke nightmare of activism. Again, the ratings are still terrible. They got one little bump of like a million people tuning into her game. They celebrated that, by the way, like it was a big deal. And then half the arena didn't show up for her actual game back. Brittany Griner's game back. This league doesn't exist without the NBA. Still, it would have long since been gone by the way of the dodo bird, for crying out loud. It would join it. We banged the drum for an entire year and said they will use her skin color and her sexual preference to rescue her. And they did exactly that. They weaponized that to get Britney out and leave a guy behind who's older, who's in worse health, served this country, and has been over there quite a bit longer than Griner was. And even worse, our one real bargaining chip, who I could argue shouldn't have been traded for anybody, a national security threat. Victor Bout was sent over there we let him go and left Whelan behind. And the whole time we said, watch it. I was getting a bad feeling that last month because we kept hearing Griner and Whelan, Griner and Whelan. That last month I said, we better watch this. Paul's about to get left behind. And he did. I don't know. It's repugnant. And here's the media. They're not even ashamed of that fact. I mean, I'm sorry, nobody should get preferential treatment because of your skin color and your sexual preference. That is that is repulsive. How about that? Tell me what you think, black and white sports supporters. Man, the media doesn't even try to hide their bias. It's unbelievable what they have chosen to try to celebrate and elevate. It's gross. Peace, I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.